0: Well, listen, there are some things that I think back about that I can't believe they actually happened. Yeah. Like, half the time, I don't even want to talk about them. There are so many things that I don't share because they sound crazy to me, even though I lived through it. Local narcotics busted one of the stash houses down in South Philly. I was like, "Uh uh-oh, like, they're coming. It got real. I was like, somebody's going to say something. I need to get out of here.
1: Listen, they told him, you give us Joey, you can walk out the door. You got 200 and something years. What'd you get? 200 months?
0: 213 years. Big and long. that's exactly what he said. What what CP ultimately said to me was, "Listen, it doesn't matter if that actually happened. Wow. All they want you to say is that there was some connection on the drug trafficking to Joey." That's it. He said, "That's it." And you walk right out the door. That's all you need to tell him. Nice. Right? I was like, so I was like actually that never happened i don't know him yeah i was like we've never done anything together so that would be entirely fabricated he goes it doesn't matter
2: today changes my whole entire life
0: Welcome to Gritability, a podcast about the power of perseverance, overcoming seemingly insurmountable odds to attain the life of your dreams. I'm your podcast host, Adam Clawson. With me in the studio is the beautiful, ever-radiant Roe Clawson. Hello. So today we have two very special guests coming all the way from Philly. You guys are going to be excited. You're going to love this episode. We're going back in time to talk about some things that we've never talked about on here before. And listen hang in here till the very end because there are some surprises coming yeah there is very big surprise this is little snuff from the skinny
3: Joey Merlino podcast welcome to episode 24 skinny Joey Merlino little snuff Adam and his beautiful wife are going to get into their relationship and how loyalty really took their relationship to the next level and how Joey and Adam know each met, other
1: how we met so we'll, we'll, get uh, right we into it. we were going to do this about a month ago but he was going to either come to Florida or we were going to come out here. But since we're here for the Super Bowl, we're going to fill in. Yeah, the we're way. in Vegas. for the, yeah.
3: It's my first time in Vegas, so thank you for the invite here. Yeah. It's no, excellent. It's, it's I'm
2: happy you guys are here, but I'd rather be in Boca. It's cold.
3: Yeah.
1: It's cold. It's cold
2: here. Yeah.
3: Well, in Boca, it's not that – everywhere we go, it's cold. It's cold. Even in Boca, it's 50, 60 degrees every time we're there. No, it's today crazy. was 80 when we, when uh, we of left. Of course, yeah. yeah. It's, it's our luck.
2: Rub it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: so, gonna try not to curse because the lady said huh? Yeah.
3: Well, it might be a little difficult, no, but we're gonna work on that.
2: I've yeah. heard it a couple times.
1: All right, good. <laughs>
3: so so for the people that you know are new to watching us all four of us together, why don't you guys introduce yourself, give us a little background, and then we'll get into Joey.
0: Sure, a little bit of background. Um basically I ended up in federal court facing two hundred plus years. Uh, and ultimately that was, listen, made a lot of bad choices in my youth and repeatedly found myself back and forth in and out of court. And it ultimately ended up with me getting 213 years, mandatory minimum sentence, uh, sent off to the feds and listen, like that whole experience obviously, you know, changed my whole life. A lot of ups and downs in that we can get into yeah, kind of, of how I ended up there. But ultimately, it's this woman right here who is largely responsible for me becoming the person that I am today. But ultimately, she became my chief advocate, believed in me when, listen, there was no hope, there was no yeah. chance of me ever getting out. And she was determined to find a way, and she hung in there. And ultimately, you know, after 20 plus years, I got my second chance. And, you know, she was there at the door to literally pick me up.
3: That's amazing. God bless you. God bless you. Um,
0: Amazing, amazing woman. And we live an amazing life and, you know, um, love life out here in Vegas. And any opportunity that we get to promote other incredible stories, people who've been through those same challenges come out the other side and have had success. We don't hear enough about those stories that's
1: yeah. the truth no I, listen i said on a couple episodes ago they don't hurt us i mean yeah we, i don't want to go to jail we didn't volunteer to go but they hurt the families look at yeah. her kids mothers that's of course they hurt.
3: 213 years 13, i mean your and you got your, your do, hair stands up on your arms And you, you mean, gotta
1: do 85 percent of that yeah it's you gotta live you got to be where, what do you call? It?
0: Couple lives. Yeah, you do. You got to be a red oak tree. They lived
1: it. lived the, live the four hundred years. That's what. It's <laughs> insane.
3: How did you feel going through this experience? Because clearly you you knew what you were getting yourself into. Correct.
2: Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when
3: yeah. when this all happened, how did you feel about it?
2: It was hard. I mean, I was able to, like you just said, I walked into this eyes wide open. I knew what his sentence was. I mean, I was younger at the time, and I kind of tried to deny it, like, "Oh, we'll find a way." Yeah. You know, it's unfair. Blah blah blah. But the longer I was involved in it, the harder it was. Okay. Because the clock, the clock kept ticking. My biological clock kept ticking. But it, one day at a time.
3: Yeah. God bless. You. I mean, that's a, you don't find that. I mean, you, you have to be one out of a, a trillion. Yeah. To stick with somebody, and now. <laughs> To do that and see where you guys are at today, it's it's incredible. Ooh, no, it's a great story.
2: Yeah. And I actually, it was really hard for me. I mean, I knew nobody who was involved in prison life. Yeah. I was very, like, sheltered, yeah. off-the-boat Italian family. I knew nobody in prison. So when this started, and, like, I didn't volunteer for this. I was yeah. looking for a guy in jail. I had a friend whose boyfriend wound up locked up with Adam. She's like, do you want to talk to him? And I'm like, no. Like, yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Not nice. only is he in jail, he's a lifer, yeah. right? But then... I was introduced to his story. He had a website that somebody had built for him. So I was looking at it after. I was like, hell no, I'm not talking to this guy. I have no reason to. Yeah. Um, I woke up the next morning, I saw the website and I'm like, he's really well written. He's a really nice guy. Like, obviously he needs a friend. So I'll try, you know, I'll talk so to him. So start started out as a friend. Started out as a friend. Pen <laughs> yeah. pal. But yeah. as a pen pal. You, we all know how that always yeah. works out every yeah, time. But I, as I'm going through this and time's progressing, and I tried to tell people in the beginning, because, you know, you're excited in a relationship. Of course. But people are like, what's wrong with you? And yeah. sometimes I'd be like, what's wrong with me? Yeah, like I, you're like, nuts. What was your family not- saying? It. My family was not interested. They didn't want to yeah. talk about it. I got in one fight with my mom about it. And then, and she was sick at the time. She had cancer. So I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to cause more stress to course, her. Right. So we just decided not to talk about it. When I would go to visit him, we'd go to work, you know, that type of thing. But while I was doing this, I knew nobody. People were judging me, of saying course. the nastiest things to my face. People I don't even know. No,
1: yeah, they're He's people. It's,
2: yeah. So I started a nonprofit to help other women in my position because... When I was looking for somebody, everybody out there was, you know, Bonnie and Clyde. It was very like street life. And yeah, I, yeah. I don't live that life. Mm-hmm. And I figured there have to be other people out there like me who want a second chance. That's it. Want to close the door on this and move forward. So that's what I did. I built it. I met so many people who that's actually amazing. were supportive. That's yeah. God bless you. Yeah. Thank you. I well, mean, we for-
1: don't, we'll donate to the. The,
3: Thank you so much. The, yeah, we Joey does, does a lot of charity work. I mean, yeah, we'll just do,
1: definitely.
3: over the holiday, what do we get up to? One hundred and ten thousand yeah. we gave wow. away to charity. Wow, two weeks, amazing.
2: Two weeks. I mean,
3: he has people support him from all over the world. It's it's, a, it's incredible. It really is. We just gave our last check to prison reform. Yeah, to families whose kids are home for the holidays don't have nobody to buy them gifts. Yeah,
1: yeah. We, we have a parent in jail. Yeah, yeah. we gave him five thousand. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. And listen, it's a good
3: experience, but. Like Joey always says, I mean, it doesn't just affect you guys who were in jail, it affects Look, the families. Yeah. I, mean, Look, I mean, yeah, wife's kids, I mean, you know, two daughters at home and, you know, to go through that kind of stuff, I mean, it's traumatic.
2: And with these long sentences, yeah. too, you watch the kids grow up. There was this woman I remember vividly her, she would have to hand her baby to people when she was going through the metal yeah. detector to be cleared to go in, and when her husband got out, I think the baby was ten at that point. And you just watch these kids grow up in a visiting room. I went, I
1: went away. My daughter was one and two. Like yeah. the womb, they were fifteen yeah. and fourteen.
2: Wow. And how were like you like able ready to? Drive? Drive? Yeah. <laughs> were you yeah. able to maintain a relationship yeah. while you yeah, were there?
1: Yeah, they touch? came. They used to come with. You know, believe it or not, I did, I hated visits. Like yeah. It, I mean, they used to get on my like in the summertime. I don't want them sitting in a visiting room. Yeah. Yeah. I used to, you know, go to the shore, go, you know. But they've come, like, four. I was far. I was never close. Yeah, he was always far away. I was in Texas, uh, Kentucky, Indiana. So I used to make him come four times a year, you yeah. know, with holidays, once in a summer. I don't, I want him to go on a beach. I don't want him to sit in fucking visiting room.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's it, like it's just an experience like I never dealt with it I never been to prison so to hear the stories when you might, Joey, we
1: might be going soon <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> when, when, when Joey tells the stories I'm literally sitting there like in shock like before we got on camera you guys were you know talking and yep. it's just the things that you hear is well, it's just amazing well, it really
1: is but I mean she'll know. yeah So you live it you got yeah. to live it yeah yeah like yeah. everybody believes they reading the paper yeah. or with what the government says mm-hmm. or they believe it yeah. Until you live it.
0: Well, listen, there are some things that I think back about that I can't believe they actually happened. Yeah. Like half the time, I don't even want to talk about them. There are so many things that I don't share yeah. because they sound crazy to me, even though I live through it. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, don't think you're nuts. Right?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let, let's get into how you and
3: Joey's relationship came about. Well, I think we should start there and give everybody a background. When's the last time you two guys seen each other?
1: In 2000, right?
3: 2,000. In court
1: yep. and in FDC. Yep. Yeah, I wow. was, We were fighting trial, and he came in. With his code defense they were fighting trial.
0: And listen, just, just to be clear to everybody out there, there's only a handful of individuals go each to trial. year that go to trial, right? So you get to know who else is okay, going yeah. to trial,
1: right? We used to go to court. Listen, we went to court for months. <laughs> there was 400 guys a day going down. What are you Every going day. down for? I don't know. They woke me up. It's a mistake. Ain't no mistake. They're all going down to testify. Yeah. Wow. All That's of it. them. All of them. So you know that you're sitting in your bunk or your cell and you. you... Or in a bullpen. They used to keep us separate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and they keep all the rats in one thing. They
0: I, they have the big
3: cells. Yeah, the big cells. All the
0: rats take up the big the cell. cells. And then the guys. That's just amazing. Those who are going to trial or, or you know, have other court proceedings are all crammed in these small cells. Did you guys,
2: sorry, did you guys know each other before that? Or know of each other from the street? No, no of each other. Of each each other, other. okay.
3: That's crazy. So now when you're going through your thing, when you get in trouble, Mm -hmm. take us back to then when you're going through court. How does that all transpire? You know, you get arrested, things like that. Well, let me
0: give you a little bit of the background. Sure. Because, you know, I had had interaction with the FBI from the time I was 16. Juvenile. Juvenile. And I created some animosity, but I was a kid right? Like I was a kid. These are grown men. They're Man. agents. Like it shouldn't have been personal, but they took it personal. They came to my high school. Uh, you know, when I was 16 years old and I, and I had the priest who was the principal, the head of the school come out and say, you know, what are you doing here? They're like, well, can we look at some yearbooks? We just, you know, we're, we we want to talk to you, one of your students. And he's like, do you have a warrant? A warrant? And they're like, no. He's like, get the fuck out of here.
1: God bless that priest. The priest back then. Who was that? Then? Father yeah.
0: who? Father Ralph.
1: Father Ralph. God bless you. Father Ralph. <laughs> said, get out. <laughs> yeah.
0: And me, you know, I'm emboldened <laughs> as a kid. I'm like, yeah, okay. Right. Meanwhile, you know, a couple months later, they're like, you got to go too. Like, we can't have the feds here. Of course. So I'm out of there. And basically from that point, like things went downhill for me. I end up in state prison, you know, caught up in a burglary, robbery bunch of other things. I go away for a few years and all of those guys that I thought I could depend on were not there. But when I got out, I tried to reconnect and I was basically off and running. Yeah.
3: There was no stopping after that.
0: No, at that point it was like, it just, I was all in and I went back across that bridge, you know, cause I'm in South Jersey and I'm supposed to be on parole. I'm mm-hmm. checking in in Camden County. And I remember that first time going across the bridge. I'm like, They're watching me like they're going to pull me over. I'm going to get violated. And when I didn't, it was on. Yeah, it was
3: fair game after that.
0: It was on. And, you know, a lot of the guys that I grew up with, I went to school with, many of them were, you know, in the streets, Delaware Ave, Old City, you know, and the drugs back then (laughs) in the late 90s were flowing and they were like, what do you want to do? Yeah, they were calling your name. I'm off (laughs) and running. And, you know, I had a PO who was on me hard. Like none of it was easy and they were constantly sweating me. And somehow I managed to avoid, you know, for a couple years, you know, and a lot of guys say, Hey, I had a good run. I made it for a couple years. And from all outward appearances, like it looked like I was living the life, right? You yeah. know, I'm, yeah. you know, VIP everywhere front of, front of the front of the line. And, and for all of those who were like in my peer group, my age, they're like, damn, like this is a great life you're yeah. leading. But no. it wasn't, man. Everything, no. I was on the run the whole time. And I remember when um, local narcotics busted one of the stash houses down in South Philly. I was like, uh-oh. Like, they're coming. Yeah, it got right. real. I was like, somebody's going to say something. I need to get out of here. So I'm back over in Jersey, and I'm trying to distance myself, and I get violated. I get violated my PO to teach me a lesson, sends me in Camden County Jail. That place. That's you know what that place, place is like, war. right?
1: What? worse than a fucking zoo. Wow. No, oh, my. It's, nuts.
0: it's Camden's like Beirut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's, it's like bad. Beirut during this this time. They send me in, but I've done a few years in the state, right? Yeah, so you know how to bid. I know how to bid, and I already, I know half the guys in there. Right. I walk through the door. Luckily, you know, people recognize me, but I'm there for 90 days. 90 days, and my world gets flipped upside down because... You know, everything goes to shit on the outside. I walk out the door. And ultimately, over the course of the next three weeks, I commit a string of robberies, drug dealers, Asian massage parlors, and a couple other businesses. And part of those were me going out collecting money. Mm -hmm. Part of those were just shaking people down, straight up robberies. That's what ultimately opens the door for the feds. Because what happened is we had state police swat we're in center city 1812 ludlow swat gets called and it's well it's not swat a 911 call goes in swat shows up all i see are the laser lights yeah and i'm like what the fuck, fuck? is this where did this come from like that was 30 seconds ago there's no way yeah what happened is they had stakeouts all around all those pseng vans they're all lined the up street all undercover because they were looking for a center city stalker.
1: Yeah. I remember that. Yeah.
0: And they had sting set up just waiting to pounce on this guy. So swats everywhere. You so, walked right into it. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
3: that's bad. That's, that's, that's bad. Ba- right
0: in the middle of it. And we got a car down the street. that has got vests. It's got guns off the base from Fort Dix, you know, all sorts of other bad stuff. So we're just trying to get out of here and get some distance. Ultimately, they pull all of us out, but it's a who's who. They can't tell you yeah. know who any of us are. And I'm, I'm like, nobody's going to ID us. Everybody's involved. Everybody here is dirty, right? right. Nobody's going to point a finger. Yeah. Somebody started pointing a finger. Immediately. It was one of our guys, yeah. right? From, from jump, this guy starts talking to a detective. And what he told him, what I find out later is like, listen... I've got info related to drug trafficking, gun trafficking, links to organized crime. I'll talk to the DEA, the ATF, the FBI, you name it. Put them here in front of me. I'm talking like he made that wow, decision like that. So
3: right right, there, right
0: off the bat, right off the bat. And that's what started everything. And they wanted you <laughs> so badly that all he had to do was say organized crime. They're like, who, who Merlino? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Call the FBI. So the FBI comes in, takes us, immediately adopts our case. As soon as that name's mentioned, as immediately the FBI it's takes over.
1: You know what's funny? You just got charged with interstate commerce, right? Yep. That's the, that's the craziest law ever. Oh. They could charge everybody with that. Listen. If you steal a car, the fucking <laughs> interstate commerce is the massage pile of the oil is from whatever, fucking China, whatever. If it's from another state. It's interstate commerce. So if you rob, a, just say a Honda Accord. Yeah. The carver the car, the car ravers made in fucking Wyoming or something. Yeah. That's in inter- any crime you commit in it. Wow. You steal a bicycle. It's fucking interstate commerce. That's, how, that's how they literally
0: get anything you do. A go cup a, from 7 Eleven. Yeah. I cup. heard once. Yeah. That, no, that's, that's exactly. It. That's case yeah. law. No, that's yeah. crazy.
1: 7 Eleven. Going in a shoplifting. It's interstate commerce.
3: Yep. Let's see, you know, you know, it's the you things, don't know, things you know, hear. That, you
1: don't even know the laws.
3: Yeah. No. What I say, what do you commit? Three felonies a day, they say? It's like, without doing anything, like you don't even know you're committing three felonies no a day. Money. I told these young kids,
1: the guy, I, I said for Christmas, you buy them all the guideline books and read them guidelines. Uh, the time they give you. It's, it's, it's They don't bizarre. even know the law. They don't even know they're breaking the law. No. Nope. Some of them.
0: And, and that is not a defense. Right. Ignorance is not a yeah, defense of the law. No. That's in the law books, right? So all of this happens, right, from... Immediately, we know that I know that something's going on. I know somebody's talking. talking. yeah. I just don't know the extent of it. So the FBI comes in and they take our case, right? And it very quickly, they separate him. It becomes apparent. I'm like, okay, like I know something's going on here. So I reach out to the attorney. Now, the guy that I had who got me out of Camden County, Leon Martelli. Leon Martelli is partners with Lou Savino. Savino, Office is right across the street. Leon's coming every day when I'm in the county, bringing me cigarettes, like it was wide open yeah, like yeah. that. He had that relationship. So I reach out to Leon when we get pinched, and he goes, man, he goes, you know, Tillman called me and, and told me what's going on. I said, yeah. He was like, I can't talk to you. I'm like, okay. I'm, I know I'm on a recorded line, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. He says, I can't talk to you. He goes, but my cousin's going to come see you. And I'm like, all right. I'm like,
1: dang. He's your lawyer. Why ain't he coming?
0: Because well, he got a hold of him the ref- first, right. right? He's representing he, the informant. And he agreed Great. to represent him not knowing what was happening. Now he's on with him. Right. So the Conflict. best thing he can do <clears throat> is tell me what's going on. Right. But he can't tell me yet. Right. He can't tell me over the phone. Okay. So what happens is he sends his cousin. So I'm waiting on his cousin, Charles P. Meraki. Another beauty. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yes. CP, yes. right? So I'm like, I'm, I'm waiting on this guy to come see me. He doesn't come see me until I go down for my arraignment. I go down for my arraignment. They take me out of Ferriton because we were all- yeah. I was in Schuylkill pre-trial for maybe 30 days, came back over to Ferriton, went straight over to court. They bring me down there. And instead of bringing me to court, they bring me straight over the federal building. So they bring you through this tunnel downstairs. And I'm like, why are you bringing me over here? I'm supposed to be going to court. They're like, "Ah, oh, don't worry about it. I'm like, <laughs> so they bring me over here, put me in a room, tiny little room, 10 by 10 room. There's a desk in there. They chain me to the desk. I'm literally cuffed to the uh-huh. desk and I'm just sitting there waiting and I can hear people outside. I'm like tempted, like, mm, should I pull this over? I'm like, ah, let me just hang out. So they come in, they open the door, and they just start pouring in. They literally fill up the room. It's agents, U.S. attorneys, U.S. attorneys, right? And they just start going in. And I don't know who was who, who was in that room, but it was very clear what their interest was. They wanted info that was related to drug trafficking and specifically links to organized crime. Now, when I told him, I was like, listen, I've got nothing to say to any of you. Where's my attorney? Yeah. I was like, my attorney's supposed to be here. They're like, oh, don't worry about it. He's coming. I was like, what do you mean he's coming? Yeah, where dude? is he? <laughs> They're like, he knows. He knows you're here. Yeah. I'm like
1: He probably sent him the motherfucker. I was like, he knows, <laughs> he
0: knows I'm here. Why is he not right. here? So I make it very clear. I was like, I'm not talking. They're like, okay, fair enough. You don't have to talk. But you can just listen. We're gonna talk. And they started going on and on. And some of the things they were like throwing out were just like trying to poke me. They're like, yeah, you know, we were at the house and we've gone to all of your houses. We've, you know, executed the search warrants. And hey, guess what we found? We found all of these things. And how do you think your girls are holding up? You think anybody else is over there now? Like they're they're digging, they're trying to provoke, trying to get me upset. And I'm like, listen, (laughs) you can say whatever you want to say. I was like, I'm good. I just need my attorney. So they continue this for a little bit longer, and finally they get tired of it, and they file out of the room. My attorney comes in right behind him.
3: So he was waiting outside the whole time? He was
0: outside the whole time. Does that happen a lot?
1: No, he's no good.
0: He's no good. So he comes in and sits down. He's like, okay, so what are we going to do here? I'm like, what do you mean, what are we going to do here? He's like, yeah, the way I see it, you don't have any choice here you gotta cooperate. I'm like, what the fuck? Wow, fu-
1: good lawyer. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> yeah. I was like, this. does your cousin know about this? He was like, don't worry about my cousin. He's got his own problems. And I'm like, oh shit. I was like, okay, this is a problem. Yeah. I was like, well, listen. I was like, I don't, I don't know what your cousin told you, but he should have been very clear. I've got nothing to say. I was like, and if you're with them, you need to get out yeah. of here too. See you later. Yeah, you're not a lawyer. He's like, Well, if you're not going to cooperate, there's nothing I can do for you. He's like, You're, you're going to end up with a life sentence, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Well, I'm going to take the chances. I've heard that before. And honestly, at this point, when they're telling me I'm facing hundreds of years, I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I've heard that story. Yeah, yeah. Right. You can't really give me hundreds of years. Yeah. I, I didn't know the law at this time. So he gets pissed. He leaves. And as soon as that door closes, I can hear them out there. So I'm trying to drag this desk desk over towards the door so that I can listen. What I heard very clearly was the US attorney saying, you told us that you had this guy, that you could convince him to cooperate. And I'm like, this fucking guy. Like, how do you make a a, a statement? The guy's never even spoken to me before. We've never had a conversation. This is my first meeting. And he's like, I don't know. He's not, you know, he's not thinking clearly. He was like, I don't know what to tell you. That guy's ready to piss his life away. And they're like, well, we'll see what happens, right? He's like, well, I'm not representing him. I'm like, damn. I was like, I don't know how this is all going to play out. Does this happen all the time or is this
1: in certain cases? Fucking lawyers are the worst. It happens in a lot of them. Yeah. The
0: way the way the system is designed now, <laughs> yeah. right? Everything is plea bargains. Everything is deals. So the relationship between criminal defense attorneys and, and U.S. attorneys yeah. is not what it's supposed to be, right? right. It's it's a little too familiar, okay. and they're quick to like broker deals. Like, give me this one, and I'll give you this one. Yeah,
1: it's a fucking, and it's over. And Again. that's that's what it is. Listen, they told him, "You give us Joey, you can walk out the door." He's getting. Two hundred and something years. What'd you get? Two hundred what?
0: Two hundred thirteen years. It's and long. that's exactly what he said. What what CP ultimately said to me was, "Listen, it doesn't matter if that actually happened. Wow. All they want you to say is that there was some connection on the drug trafficking to Joey. That's it. He said that's it. And you walk right out the door. That's all you need to tell him. Nice, right? I was like, <laughs> so I was like, actually. That never happened. I don't know him. Yeah, I was like, we've never done anything together. So that would be entirely fabricated. He goes, it doesn't matter. Wow. How could that be legal? Where's he at,
1: that motherfucker? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: He ended up in prison.
1: Oh, there, he oh, goes. Well, there See, you go. God don't like all people. He, yeah, he did. He did.
0: So I, I guess he wore out his use yeah, for yeah, the feds. Yeah. And they finally and then said. And then they locked
1: him up. Yeah. Yeah, they <laughs> use you like a wash <laughs> rack. Then they dock you. That's,
0: a, that's just amazing. So
3: give Joey Merlino, <clears throat> you walk out the next day and he goes to jail for life
1: without parole. I got a drug case. Yeah. Thank God he's an honest man. Conspiracy. A hundred guys would have did what he did. I mean, wouldn't have what he did. A hundred yeah. guys would have said, yeah, I'll give, I'll give you him, his mother, anybody else you want.
0: That's crazy. Drug conspiracy, and that's what most people don't know. Like what it takes on those conspiracy cases. Unfortunately, when I got to the pen and I met so many individuals who were caught up on those conspiracy cases, where there's nothing, there's no physical proof.
1: There's no drugs. Guys get thirty nothing. years. They never found. They never found that much of drugs. Yep, that's crazy to me. They just it really say. Is. I did it with him. Yeah. He did it.
3: Well, I, I, that's like you told a story before. What did they steal out of your
1: locker? You were saying. Oh, in Farrington. when I was in Farrington. You know, the holdovers were the carrots. Yep. So I'm yep. in a unit. I said it before. I had fifty packs of cigarettes, stamps, everything in there. They stole my indictment and my phone book. All you gotta do is read the indictment. Yeah. And just say, Joey, you know, whatever it is it you're trying. Yeah, I was talking to Joe in the yard the other day. He told me he did this, he did this, he did that. And that's it. You got a case. That's how easy it is. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Look, what happened to him? <laughs> Sixteen people on his floor that he was in jail with. Yeah, that tell, he never met in, in your yeah. life. Tell us about
3: that. How did that? How did you know that that was happening? That all these people were cooperating against well, you.
0: That's what happened next, right? Because that day when CP quit my case, first of all, that you can't legally just drop a client. Right. Like you have to go into court and say, or, "Hey, like I, I'm moving for a petition to be removed from right. this case." That's not how it happened. I went down to court that day to be arraigned. And the judge looks at the U.S. attorney and goes, you know, Mr. Cole, like, where's Mr. Meraki at? Yeah. And they look at me and I said, he quit. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, excuse me? I said, he quit. And U.S. attorney goes, yeah, he he quit. And they go, oh, okay. Um, Court clerk. Can we see? Can we assign Mr. Clausen yeah. someone new? We'll get him a new attorney. Yeah, we'll new bring attorney. him back here Monday, and we'll do this again.
1: Another rat. <laughs> and I was like,
0: "What? <laughs> wow. What do you mean? You can't just quit." Yeah. But they just said, "Yeah, okay, that's cool." Gave me another attorney, and I came back Monday, and that's when I actually came back to open up uh, Five North. I was the first person in Five North. I walked in on the fifth floor, and they're like. That was, right ju- that
1: was July, right? Summertime. Yeah. And it just opened. Because I, I went there. I, I was the, like Uh-oh. the second person. I, they put me in a shoe. It was just open. Now, what's the shoe? The fucking special housing. Okay. The, the, the hole. I don't know. We used to talk to the girls through <laughs> an event. The girl, we were on the 8th floor. The girls were on the 7th floor. We used to <laughs> yeah. them for the event.
0: You
1: no, know it's funny. In the shoe, you stay up all day. I mean, you sleep all day. Everybody's up all night. Uh-huh. Singing, banging, yeah. rapping. And fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, not house. But the, the cops used to... Like they used to fuck daytime. I would sleep. Yeah. They would walk by and kick the doors. So you jump, you know, you jump up, but now you can't go back to sleep. And they used to have his psychiatrist she used to come. I was in there six months. He used Oof. to come every day and knock on my. I'd be dead sleeping. Yeah. And I used to tell him, listen, don't wake me to fuck up. I'm sleeping. No, I got to check on you. Don't check on me. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here. I, I ain't doing nothing. And then every day, then I cursed him out. <laughs> yeah. I said, you motherfucker, I like to see you in here. One day, she'd tell you go you, to, you'll hang yourself up. One day, stay in here 24 hours, you kill yourself. Leave me alone. But they used to fuck with us, kick yeah. the door. You know, I do not want you to sleep. Listen, I was here one day. I'm in the shoe, and I hear it. Like, old people, because you'd hear it. And I hear them say, yeah, that's Joey Merlino in here. It was like it, like I, I was, like in a zoo. Yeah. They had a class. They had, like, well, I don't know what the fuck they were. Lawyers, whatever. Like, 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 walking through 20 them. people. And everybody was peeking in the window looking at me. <laughs> yeah. Like I was a fucking, <laughs> yeah. like I was a fucking zoo. That's yeah. crazy. Like I was an animal in the fucking thing. Yeah. They're all looking. That's, that's how we him. That's him. Yeah. It's like... That's crazy.
0: Fascinated. And they're fascinated. Oh, they're fascinated. Yeah, they, they love it. Yeah, they love it. Yep.
3: That's, it's it's, it's crazy the things that you hear, what they do. But like you said, they just quit. You come back Monday, and now you got to start this whole process over.
0: Start it all over. Well, the arraignment's not a big deal. Yeah. I go in there. Okay. I know I'm getting arraigned. That's right. not okay. a big deal. But I get upstairs, and I'm one of the first guys on the unit. They tell me, pick a cell. I pick a cell. And over the next couple of days, my other two co-defendants who end up going to trial with me, they bring them in, put them on the unit. So the good thing was the three of us were, we're finally together. together.
3: Right. So you could study your tapes, you could look at all the evidence right. and things like that.
0: It's three of us against the world, right? But it felt like, it felt, man, it really felt like everybody was watching us. And I don't just mean like the other guys around us, like the officers, the, yeah. the case managers, the counselors, like everything just felt like really weird. And you start feeling like everybody's against me. Yeah. You start getting kind of paranoid. The problem is, it was all true. <laughs> what I know now, that whole place is wired yeah. for sound really? and video. Yeah. They've introduced all sorts of tapes from yeah. cells, guys running around wearing wires. Wire. We're wiring, jail. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, this is all documented at this point, right? Um, So one of those instances is I go out on the rec deck, and the way that this building is structured, like the rec deck comes out on an angle, and it's two stories, and there's like mesh up at the top. So you can kind of see through it, and there's, we can see the girls' floor. There's like three cells. Now, the window's this wide, right? But believe me, you can sign, you can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These girls are getting naked in the windows. The guys down here are going crazy on the wreck deck. Right. And I hear that there's a girl, Casey up there. I'm like, Casey, Casey Moss. And I'm like, I know Casey. I grew up with this girl over in South Jersey. Her husband Z owned forbidden art down on South street. They had a big dope case. Okay. They had, they had dope houses over in North Philly. Uh, and they had the tattoo parlor, right? Um, but they get pinched. She's up there in the window, and I'm able to talk to her. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? And she's signing down to me. She's like, is he down there? I'm like, no, not, I haven't seen him. She's like, oh, okay. She was like, let me know if he shows up. She doesn't say anything else. So my
1: That's co- her husband, right?
0: That's her husband. So my co-defendant, Kenny... He and Z were pretty tight at one point, right? And he'd done a lot of tattoo work on him. Z comes in the unit. and I'm like, hmm, how do he end up getting moved over here? Yeah. And immediately, he's coming to my co-defendant, trying to talk to us. And I'm like, Kenny, man, this, I know this is supposed to be your guy, but this ain't right. right.
3: Yeah, something's, something's fishy here.
0: And the questions he's asking, he shouldn't be asking. I was like... I, I'm telling you, this isn't good. So I go back out and I say something to her. I'm like, hey, Z's here. She's like, watch what you say. This is her she husband. She knew. It's the wife. Yeah. Yeah. It's the wife. She told me. She was like, just watch what you say. I'm like, oh, God, no. I was like, we got to get rid of him. You got to go. Right. And it wasn't, he didn't go out of there in a bad way. Right. Yeah. Like it could have gone very differently. Uh-huh. Uh, but basically we had him in the cell and this guy broke down crying Crying, in tears. Like, listen, man, my life is on the line, my kids and blah, blah, blah. I was like, listen, I feel for you. You're in a bad spot, but you ain't going to put it on us. Right. Right. We've got, we've got our own situation to deal with. You need to go. You got to get out of here. He's like, well, man, they want you guys bad. They want us bad because they just want us to roll over. right? Right. And for those who don't know. Like back then in the papers, everything was. The feds had invested so much in your case. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was so public. Like. All you got to do is read the paper. Yeah. You listen, see everything, yeah.
1: It's, listen, read the paper. It tells you everything you did. And what you got to say is, yeah, I was in a holding cell with Joe. He told me. I was walking around. Rec- I was in the outside playing basketball. He told me he did this, he did that. And you got a case. That's it. That's how wow. easy it is.
0: And, that, and that's all they wanted, right? So. Ultimately, what happened with us, we got a pretrial hearing because, like I told you, nobody wanted to point the finger initially because everybody (laughs) was doing dirt when we Mm -hmm. got arrested. Well, now people are talking and there's questions on any of the ID testimony. Now, you know, for anybody who watches like Law & Order TV, any crime channel, you know that identification procedures like we put five or six people in a lineup and you got to pick somebody. Or you can do it out of photo books, but you got to have a whole bunch of photos okay. and can't be, you know, just one person. Right. In our case, they used just one person. They took <laughs> my Your photo picture, yeah. <laughs> where it said my name and some number, it wasn't my FBI number, but a Polaroid photo and said, isn't this Mr. Adam Clawson? And wasn't he here at this day and this time? Because in the grand jury, they can do that. Okay. They just feed them the line, and all that person has to say is, yes, yes and you're dead. That's him. That's how they identified me. I'm like, you, can't, you cannot get a more illegal procedure. So we use this as grounds to get in there, into court, this pretrial proceeding. Things are going really well for us. And the U.S. attorney says, well, there's too many people. We can't do this right now. It's going to take up too much time. Like, you don't understand. And the judge is like, no, no, I understand perfectly. He goes, here's what we're going to do. He says, I'm going to give you 20 minutes. Okay. 20 minutes. You come up with your witness Witness list. List, You're going to come back in here. You're going to share that witness list in open court. And only the people that are on that list will be able to come in and testify at the trial. If you don't put them on the list, they can't come. So we're excited. We're like, man, this is a win-win. It looks like we might win this ID issue and get all of that thrown out, out. which would be a big problem for the government. And the second thing is we get to see everybody that's on this list. They come back in 20 minutes later and I'm over here. I'm writing. I'm taking name after name. And honestly, at that time, man, it gave me the chills just thinking about it. There was a lot of people on that list. It was very hard for me to hear. Right. Friends, people that I grew up with, um, people that I know that they had already gone to uh, and put a lot of pressure on them. And these people just told them what they had seen. I don't fault them. You know, they're, they're just, they're not involved in any of this. Yeah, yeah. And when the FBI shows up at your doorstep, your family's home with the full weight, you know, and you make some statements, I, I have no problem with that. You know, I understand they were in a tough spot, but the rest of these people, I had some issues with, yeah. right? Cause there was a lot of people on there that.
1: You probably didn't know their name. Like when they're yeah. writing a name, you're probably saying, who the fuck is that?
0: Well, that's what happened. I got to these names and I'm writing them down. And I'm like, man, I don't recognize right, any don't of these guy, people. Right. And I've been all through our paperwork already. Where do they come into this case? Yeah. My co-defense down here, he's going, hey, hey. And I looked out. I'm like, what? He's like, I told you it's that guy from the unit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, God, There's me. all the guys from the and unit. And I'm like, what the? F-? I'm like, oh, my God. These are all guys that are on the housing unit with us that are all saying that they have information that we have somehow given to them. It's crazy, yeah. Listen, right?
1: It's sick, it's, and that sticks twisted. Yeah, it, they weren't going to testify against. Yeah.
0: They all wanted. They wanted to testify. What happened is they brought us back that night. They wouldn't let us go up to the unit. Yeah.
1: They had to get them out of there.
0: They made us and sit they down in the holding oh, yeah, cell.
1: Yeah, yeah. Had to clear the whole unit out. Cleared half
0: the unit yeah, out. By the, the time unit. you get upstairs, nobody's yeah. <laughs> left.
1: Listen, I swear to. The, the marshal used to tell us. Yeah. He's like you know, how many guys are coming down here every day, giving up like, trying to get it. Yeah. Like testify against us. I guess. Yep. I guess they, you know, I mean, they, they were lying, but they had Ralph, so they thought Ralph was got you know, they, they didn't think they needed nobody, you know yeah. what I mean? But they, they were trying every day to come down. Get on the case. It's easy. Shorten their sentence up, they get out of jail, and you're doing that's life. It. Rule 35. Yep. And that's the end of it. I went one time, I was in McQuarrie. So, you, you know, you got to go get legal meal. Mm-hmm. So you got to bring your ID. So they put you on a call out. So we go, I'm getting a legal meal. So they open it in front of you. There's a guy behind me. I knew this kid was shaky. So funny. I said, get caught. Like this, he's telling me he's a tough guy, this and that. They gave me his meal. <laughs> from the the guy made the cop made a mistake. Yeah. So he gave me a thing, right? He's like, Yes, you're Merlino. Yeah, he signed the book, so I signed. He opens it. I seen like the return. I thought it was my lawyer, Jacobs. Yeah. Return address, US government. What the fuck they sent to me? I'm into the bet I ain't got none or nothing to appeal, nothing. I opened a fucking thing. Rule thirty-five. It was his meal. You read it. You got to send your dog. And you and you. I had... said, "You motherfucker!" He's like, no, it's got to be wrong. Hey, yeah, no, I ain't no, ain't no fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got his meal. Wow. Fucking sick. It's crazy. You Shit know, it's that dangerous. They it's is dangerous. Yeah. You're better off just staying in a hole, not talking to nobody. I mean. And yeah. Just be by how, yourself. That's how bad it is. It's it's easy. I mean. Well,
0: the reality is the entire system yeah, has flipped. The, that's yeah. what it is. You know, and and people can say whatever they want, but the vast majority of individuals in there, even some of those stone cold gangsters oh. that are in the USPS, really? they've they've flipped them. Yeah. yeah, they flipped them. They've given up info, and I mean, it's a it's a whole different system.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 fucked up.
0: Now I mean, during the time that
1: he, it's that easy though. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, they, they call their girlfriends up and tell you go Google him, go Google that. Yeah, yep. what do you got on now? The internet, all information, and they. Write them and tell them. They go visit them tell them what they say. Yeah, they say this, say that, and they go yeah. down there.
3: That's what I wanted to ask you. Look, How? Roger,
1: Roger Vella. Yeah. He, listen, if you read history, they never used them. I, I, I hoped, I was praying they used them. We would have buried them. I counted all the people that confessed them. Like, I, we had all those 302s. Forget about us. He went on Stevie Trades, Vinnie Iron. He named mm. 500 people. Listen. I said, what's he, a priest? <laughs> same thing. Yeah, I was sitting down. They told me they did this. They did this. They did that. I mean, it's crazy. It's that easy, though.
0: Well, that's ultimately what happened with my one co-defendant, Tillman. Same thing. He tried to get on the traits case as well. But I think ultimately because our trial, we go to trial over the course of a week. I mean, those guys got up there on the stand. The Probably one of the funniest Parts of that was coming down uh, on the day that they were um, both testifying. We come down into the into the cages down there. We're all, yeah, we're all getting handcuffed and shackled. <coughs> and he's like in one of the cages, like hiding against the wall. Yeah. Like
3: well, you're not going to say him.
0: And my two co-defendants start going berserk, berserk, right? Like screaming. He's back in there. He doesn't know how to respond. He starts screaming, but he's crying, and he's looking at me going, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. sorry. And I'm like <laughs>
1: yeah, two hundred and fifteen years. You Were you friends with him? No. I was like, <laughs>
0: I've I mean, prior to all yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, You're sorry? Like, come on, man. Like that's, that's yeah, that ain't gonna cut it. So wow. he's we still go up there. He still testifies and he's up there on the stand, you know, tears and all of that. And I'm like, Well, you know what I mean? Like, you're trying to give us a life sentence. Yeah. Like, that's a decision that you've made. Oh, he gave it to you. Yeah. You, know, you know what's at stake. And ultimately, at the end, when our jury comes back, and this is often overlooked in my case, um, I got convicted on every count. That's how I end up with 213 years. But this is just the jury coming back. 27 counts guilty. My next co-defendant, code Kenny, like 18 counts guilty. Joel... The, the youngest, right? He comes back and they acquit him of the first six, wow. which means the jury didn't believe, didn't believe them because it's the same testimony for all three of all us, three. right? Okay. They didn't believe it. They acquitted him. They only got him on one, one count.
1: And He got 10 years, right?
0: He got 10 years. It was the most they could give him. You know, he's out the marines these, never yeah. been in trouble these
1: jurors are, I mean if you ain't going to bleed the guy against him how are you going to bleed him against him that's what I don't understand and
0: i think what happened is all like when that happened the government had a real problem their credibility yeah. everything that those two guys has been saying yeah. because they were trying to line up against you against traits right. and probably anybody else they could get any information on at that right. point right i mean when you flip you flip like yeah. that's what you're going to do right so that all went out the window. So when we come back, now, that day when I get convicted, I know how much time I'm getting because yeah. I have mandatory minimums. I know that I have at least 205 years from the door. That's not even counting the additional time that that's, they're going to give me for the actual crimes, the robberies, right? So I know I'm, get, I'm, I'm getting that time. My other co-defendant code knows the same. So we go back. Now the press is on. Mulvey was our unit manager. Yeah,
1: he was my unit manager. You remember Mulvey? Yeah.
0: Mulvey, Santana was the counselor. And whatever cops were working in that rotation, they would come by, they'd be like, hey, you you want to get on the phone? Yeah. We can get you on the phone. You can get me on the phone with the U.S. attorney's office 24 hours a day, yeah. but I can't see yeah. my attorney. Yeah. Or, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. At all. And that's what it was. And they would keep pressing us. They'd bring the dogs in, like during count time. Yeah. They'd sneak up. They'd bring the dogs in. They'd have us out on the rec deck, handcuffed, shackled, face down. You know what I mean? Like torturing us. Yeah. And then they'd go back and forth. They'd be like, okay, you guys ready? You ready to talk? Just kept doing it. Yeah. Because they figured now you're convicted. Right. You know you're going to get a life sentence. You don't. In their minds, they're saying you don't have a choice. Right. You have to cooperate. Who's going to go to prison for the rest of their life?
1: And 99.9% of them do.
0: Yeah. They I do. Mean, they're
1: successful. That's why they ask people. Yeah, they, know, know. If everybody said no, they wouldn't even. You know what I mean?
0: It it works. I mean, a, it, believe
1: it, me, you're a you're a gem. You're 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 America. You, you and and your wife, you're one out of a million. Believe me.
0: That's how we ended it, up together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but
2: twenty years later, remember who? I don't remember who it was. Mm. You were trying to put in an appeal or something like that.
0: It was on my compassionate release.
2: They would. They said originally they'd only entertain it. If he cooperated about something 20 years later. <laughs> well,
0: here, here's the thing. I finally sick. get back into court. You know, they changed the law. You can't sentence people under these 924 the, C's, but like myself. It's
1: stacking, right? Q,
0: yep. Yeah. And all these other Four guys that climb. got these Q. crazy sentences, those guys are still stuck. But compassionate release gave a vehicle to get back in. Since it wasn't retroactive, it didn't apply to all of us. Right. There was a means for us to kind of get back in court. Okay. I get back into court, my attorney is amazing, Sean Hopwood, right? He's a guy that did time for federal bank robbery, gets out, (laughs) becomes an attorney himself.
3: Wow, that's crazy.
0: Ends up a Georgetown law professor. God bless him. Frequent guest of the White House. While Trump is working on criminal justice reform, he's the one that gets the 924C amendment and the compassionate release. He becomes my, our chief legal advocate, she made the connection many years ago. Beautiful. Got us connected. That's amazing. He keeps fighting. He keeps fighting. And he's building a record all across the country of these compassionate releases. Right. My case is not the first case you want to put in front of a judge, right? Like, I've got repeated violence. Right. And it's, it's 213 years. Like, who's going to sign off on this? But eventually, we put my motion in. And the judge says, you know, I'm going to entertain this thing. And the U.S. attorney comes back and says, listen, like never, never, ever will we go along with this unless... Cooperate. Unless you agree to cooperate. And when I made that phone call, when I had Sean on the... I almost ripped the phone out the wall. I was so mad because they know at this point that, listen, there's nothing.
1: Yeah. You got 20 years
0: in jail. (laughs) I got 20 plus years in and you just can't take a loss. Right. Like, you will not concede. You want me to give up that credibility yeah. because yeah. I fought and I maintained. Yeah. I kept yeah. that the whole time.
1: Well, they hate when you fight them. I mean, they you know. They
0: hate it. Hate it. Yeah. So ultimately, it was the judge who came in and goes, I have legal grounds to do this. And my attorney was able to then continue the conversation. And i like, okay, listen. We don't agree that the judge should be able to do this. But at this point, we're not going to oppose it. And we're not going to appeal it, which was a big deal. Because ultimately, about a year after my son was born, I got the phone call from my attorney, and he said, Today would have been the day. The Third Circuit overturned, overturned. that compassionate release, and you'd be going back to prison for you the rest of son. your life.
1: God bless. Thank God. So, Great. I mean, it's you a got his, miracle you that I'm right? How old is your son? Two now. Two? God bless. It's amazing. Beautiful. Yeah he's, no, he's our miracle
3: child so yep. during this whole experience how do you feel i mean you have to be She's well i wasn't anybody. around
2: yeah i wasn't around for pre-trial or trial or anything like okay. that because i came around nine years later okay but i was around for when he had to call me it's heartbreaking because he had to call me and be like here's what happened they said i had to cooperate you know or how do you feel about it and of course i'm like no like there's going to be another way we'll be fine but imagine having a call and be like your oh, life's yes. on hold all of your dreams are on hold. Yeah. I could do this. They're dangling it over, and he, most women you'd think would be like, uh, "Okay, yeah, do it, also, yeah. do whatever," yeah, yeah, or yeah. get pissed off and I'm be like, um, right. "Yeah." But I was like, "I know, you know, I know how it is, and I know that I always knew that he would make the right decision, and yeah. it would work out the way it was supposed you to work yeah. out." Yeah. But that t- was hard. I told you she's amazing. She's yeah, no,
3: that's she incredible. Is. It really well, is. I
1: really. I, I got reindicted again on the Sedano murder. So they sent me to Hudson County Jail. This is how mm. slick they are. I walk in, the cop goes, "Go to the cell, whatever." I walk in the cell. Who's in there? The guy who told them the traces. One of them, is brother Mark, Mark something.
0: Mm, yep, yep, yep. What the
1: fuck was his name?
0: I know who you're talking about.
1: I walk. Now I know this kid's a rat. They put me in the cell with him. Wow. I walk and say, "How you doing, Joe?" I said, "Get the fuck out." I walk back out to the cop. I said, "Get me the fuck off his block. Put me in a hole. I ain't going in that motherfucking cell. I'll get him the fuck out of here."
2: Did they do that on purpose? Yeah, oh, put me in the yeah. cell. Yeah,
1: I know what he's gonna do. See, so, yeah, I told him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't even get me the fuck out of here right now, and they move me. I, I, they play games. The and, and,
0: and that's what they'll do. They'll, they'll say, here's like they'll say, here's the cell assignment.' Yeah. They were in the same cell. Yeah, together. Same cell. He I'm told them in all. In the, this. Yeah,
1: he's in a cell with him for two months. <laughs> that's that's that's. They play games no, oh, the whole time.
3: Isn't it's it vicious. crazy
2: too? As somebody who's never been involved, yes. like I got such an education. Yeah,
1: my wife didn't know my kid. Yeah. I mean, my mother knew was my father, like, you know, she, but yeah, like you tell regular people, like my mother, they never, they got yeah. subpoenaed. My mother and father, yeah. they oh, never seen no. the FBI. I don't know who the FBI is
0: like, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, I had the same situation. You know, my, my parents, yeah, God bless them. Right. Very fortunate to, to be able to make amends with them at this stage. Right. Yeah. And, and to have a life beyond all of that. Um, but when I caught this case, My parents were both in the Midwest. I'm on the East Coast. My father and his wife, he's remarried. They get a phone call from the FBI saying, you know, we could be at your home right now seizing all of your assets. You know, we can freeze your credit because you're supporting your son and your son's involved in all sorts of illegal activity. And whether you know about it or not, you're complicit. And they're like, wait, 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 wait. we're not involved in anything. Like, Whatever he did, he did. Like, We don't want any part of it. And then they said, you don't even know your son. Would you believe that he was involved in those dollar store homicide robberies? And they're like, what? Now at the time, this was a sensationalized case that was all over the news. Happened up and down the East Coast. There was like $5 stores where the manager had been taken out back executed at gunpoint like it was crazy and that's why it was all over the headlines they said he was involved in that he did that and they lied they know they're looking for five black men clearly i'm not a suspect (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. right like it wasn't even like even close but when you have the fbi telling a citizen who's never, never been in trouble. They went through
1: a red light. Yeah. Yep. Gonna, you're going to believe them. They're going to believe them. They
0: believed them, and they stopped talking to me for a while. Yeah. Like, they cut all communication. Really? Sent me a letter, and it's crazy because my father doesn't listen to the podcast. Anymore. No, I'm just saying, but they, <laughs> they, they, told, <laughs> they, told,
1: they told your father you're Charles Manson. Yeah. He's they sick. did. Yeah, Puckin they nuts. did. And, they and lie.
0: My, my father doesn't, he he doesn't remember any of this at this point because I think he's, like, blocked it out because all of it was such a traumatic Experience, experience for him. So, no, he's like, he's completely blocked it out of his mind. That's it's wild to hear that.
1: Do you know how many informants? There, like you, you know, there's like there's three or four different types of witnesses. There's a CI, that's a confidential uh, informant. Confidential informant. Them you'll never know. They don't have to tell you who it is. Nothing. They never have to tell you who they are. There might be ten thousand them in Philly. Wow. That yeah. maybe more. All I mean, just I'm talking about Philly. Yeah, now. Yeah. They just call up, like you know, whatever. Say you got in a fight in the, in Stokes's bar, whatever. What happened? Yeah, you'll see. Reading the paper the next day, you're like, "How the fuck they know?" Yeah,
0: and they and they pay them. They paid them. Yeah, and they pay them.
1: They're allowed to commit crimes. Can't do nothing violent. There's a million of them. They never testify. That's a CI. Then you gotta, then you gotta cooperate witness is a CW. They're the ones that get on the stand, they get on the wire, okay. te- you know, testify. They, they, it's, it's nuts. Like it's. Yeah. We got to do a show about like all the different witnesses. Yeah. Huh?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, they they wound up taking Tillman. Uh, they still gave him the full package, new identity, mm. sent him off to California, you know, but he couldn't, he couldn't, yeah. you they know, couldn't make- keep his mouth shut. He ended up calling back and forth from the East Coast. So somebody knew that he was out there and he was connected to a different girl somehow because my one co-defendant who got out after 10 years, you know, had heard. Different things, and he's constantly keeping me updated on Man. all this. Come to find out, he washes out of the program, picks up a whole string of jewelry store robberies out there in California. That's what they
1: do, it's crazy. So you never yeah. hear about
0: it under this new identity, new identity. but he's calling back east. He's trying to get help. Yeah. you know Every, because they've cut him off. Yeah, so many people in the witness protection they, get
3: thrown out of the program. Well, I've never if seen if that. They did a show
1: if, if they did stats, you don't know about it. Like uh, no, I, we didn't even know. Yeah, if they did stats to every witness, the, the crimes they committed after, oh, forget about it. Look at Sammy it's the crazy. Bull. It's crazy. Sammy the Bull, selling ecstasy. It's crazy. Kids. We we the kids.
3: He's a hero. He's yeah. on every show. They love him. We just did a show. Somebody yeah. who you know testified against Joey, and the guy says I committed more crimes under the government's protection than I ever did in my whole life. He,
1: Jr. Rubin, you got to watch it. He, you know the, the plea agreement. If I lie, they rip it up. He committed nine crimes. Well, wow, nine. He admitted yeah. to nine. And beat his wife up. He did a he did a Hobbs act home home invasion with a gun. Mm-hmm, she yeah. got like with a doctor, They robbed thirty thousand with kids in the house. Oh Crazy. My God. They never ripped this agreement up. But that's all they always say. Yeah, we're gonna rip it yeah. the up. Rip. They don't. And but you weren't allowed to play them tapes in court for you. No, one tape. So the, I would have got to quit like, it. I, I would have got to quit it in five minutes. Yep.
3: The evidence comes out after that. This guy's doing this stuff, completely lying, but not allowed to be
1: used. He beat yeah. his wife up twice. We were only allowed to bring it up, only allowed to bring up the one beating because he did that when he was cooperating. The other one, before he cooperated, we weren't allowed to tell it, the, the jury that. If oh, they God. said, what do you mean? He's a woman beater. Yeah, Fucking threw the wife down the steps.
2: I'm glad you're home because this stuff used to make me furious to hear when you were still inside fighting a life sentence. It was yeah, no, yeah, it's terrible it's
1: crazy. to hear. Terrible. It, it's, um, these you know, people are, they're bad people, man. They say yeah. we're bad people.
3: <laughs> the way that it comes about, and like with the government things like that, but then at the end, now you have a good story. you are yeah. both out, we're here. beautiful wife, beautiful wife, kids. You know, now we're doing things that are different. What did it feel like for both of you when you did get out that last time?
0: Oh, good question.
3: You Walk out the doors.
1: Oh, no, felt good. Yeah, like you just go to the. Well, I, they put me in a woody call. I was in a terrorist unit. I was. They put me on a what the fuck they call it. The... I ain't allowed to fly. Oh, the n- no-fly no fly list? list? They put me on the no-fly list. <laughs> I'm in Indiana. So I said, yeah, I got the halfway house. I'm coming home, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. So I said to my, uh, my sister, I said, nah, get me you know, a ticket. The counselor called me and he said, you can't fly. What the fuck do you mean I can't fly? He said, You're anybody comes out of this unit on the no-fly. I ain't no fucking terrorist. <laughs> I'm here for stolen property. That's amazing. Fucking gambling. How the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I had to drive from Indiana to Florida. 24 really? 24 hours.
3: Wow. Pickles picked
1: me up. Mike Cordo, Pickles, and my sister. And we That's had to drive. Crazy.
3: Even when you get out, they still torture you.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I tell Maybe. you, my my one parole guy, he he was like the head guy in Florida. He came to my house. He was at the halfway house before me. I was fucking sleeping. Like I, I didn't know who he was. I thought he was an inmate. What the fuck you want? He was over my bed. I'm laying there. I said, "Who are you?" He said, "I'm your parole." I said, "What the fuck? I just got here." And he said to me, "He said, uh, why'd you pick Florida?" I said, "I like the you know the warm weather." I said, "I like it, you know." Yeah. He said, there's more rats here than anywhere. Wow. He's <laughs> the pro I told him. Yeah. I saw thanks. Yeah, make me feel good. What yeah. a good decision uh, I made.
3: Uh, how, how did you feel? I mean, uh, you're walking out oh, the man. door after you're thinking you're. I had hope
1: because I, I, I knew I was coming home. Yeah. He was, it's a whole day. He's had, he had life. Yeah. Fucking yeah. dead.
3: Yeah. He's coming long out out years. Yep, yep. When you walk out that door, I mean, what's the first thing you think of? Like,
0: well, listen, there was, it, it wasn't just like. Did you, you get
1: immediate release or?
0: I did. That's, on that's, paper, it's, it says immediate release, but that's not how it played, played out. out. Right, right. So a couple weeks before, a friend of mine, Chad Marks, has his own uh, podcast, you know, uh, Blood on the Razor Wire. Chad gets compassionate release, makes it all the way to the door, literally the door he can see his family outside. And they said, whoa, 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 Marks, hold up. You got to come back in here. U.S. Attorney just got an injunction. Jesus. You You're on hold. Unbelievable. So, a couple weeks later, we get the immediate release, but there's all sorts of issues. Right. Uh, the The judge's order says to be released to my BOP release plan. My BOP release plan is my release or my arrest address from back in yeah. Jersey. 20 years ago. Because nobody has ever done any <laughs> yeah. notes yeah. in my file, right? I got 213 got, years. Yeah, nobody cares nobody about cares. it nobody cares about it but the court had this whole plan that we had submitted that had nothing to do with the BOP so it didn't line up so we ran into some issues there that had to be fixed now it's during COVID they say you got to quarantine for 14 days they won't let me go with my co-defendant who's been out doing phenomenal they won't even let him get me a place, like an a, a extended stay, a residence right. in, whatever. They're yeah. like, he can't stay with me. I got another place for him so that we would have some place to, to stay for 14 days. None of that works out. Ultimately, and this is a crazy part of the story, I end up staying with a Philadelphia or a Pennsylvania state court judge, a guy that I had met who had been coming into the prison for years where I was, that my mother, being a mother, right? She picked up the phone. She's like, You said if I ever need anything. Right. Wow. He needs a place. He took in? With no hesitation. God bless. Wow, him. what a good guy. With no good guy hesitation. There. They had a mother in law suite that they had built onto their home. That's nice. He's got a relationship with the local USPO. The USPO was like, You're with him. Like, we don't care. You're good. So for 14 days, she and I were on a very much needed vacation. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. That's
3: great.
2: But it, it was
0: unbelievable it
2: was amazing but the part about when i came to pick you up
0: oh the part here's here's the kicker right so they didn't they were pissed because the judge called the facility you know when a federal judge calls it stirs up all sorts of stuff so i've been at this place for 10 years and as i am getting my immediate release finally walking out the door you would think some people would be (coughs) happy they weren't man These people were mad. They were bitter. They wouldn't yeah, sick, talk to sick me. Sick people. That's, That's sick. That's
1: crazy. They, That's fucking sick. You don't even know them.
0: No, nope. They drug me all the way out the door. I finally get to the door and I've got my little cart because I've got books. I've got things that I'm, there right. I'm taking home with me. And here she comes pulling up. And she had told me, she's like, the car is packed. We are gone because like we're going west. We're coming to Vegas. Yeah. we yeah. got a whole new life in front of us. This was the plan. And here she comes pulling up, and I'm like, oh my God, I am finally walking out this door. Like, that's when it's starting to hit me. Yeah. She gets out the car, she comes around, I come over, and I go to grab her, and I'm like, oh my God, here we, we are. Made it. We this, did it. And this cop goes, "Clausen." Yeah, my God, that's what he's worried about. Clausen, hey. They need you back inside. Oh my God! And what? all we could
2: think about was Chad two weeks before, right because they two said prior, yep. They said his he saw his family. Yeah, right and I said door. to Adam, I was like, "This is before Same we knew." Thing, right? I was like, "I swear to God, I would not be able to recover from that." Yeah, it's and true. I don't think I would have because this is a really long part of the story, but in a nutshell, <clears throat> excuse me, I had driven up four days before that six hours to pick him up, and it didn't happen. Oh. And I woke up the next morning like, I don't know if I yeah. could do this anymore. Yeah. I don't know if I could be put down. through this torture. Yeah, it was like ups and downs. Ups and and, downs, and yeah. you said it, the family, we really suffer. Yeah, yeah. So the morning that it did finally happen, four days later, I was setting myself up for work because I'm working from home. It's COVID. I'm getting ready to make my breakfast. And I just remember thinking, I have to unpack the car because we don't know if this is going to ever really happen at this point. And I got the call from the attorney and his wife is in the background screaming like, it's happening. Wow. He goes, he got immediate release. My reaction though, I was like, okay. Right. Until, just until like, he's in the car right. and on the road. Yeah. And I go, was so it. numb. And I was just, I was like, all right, I'll believe it when I see it kind of. And he's like, no, no, no. Bro. Like it's really, it's happening. And I was like, all right, so what do you want me to do? Like, should I drive there again? I was just yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, you worn down. No emotion. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so man. then we get to that part. Now this is two days later because they dragged us for those two days. And we get to the part with that cop, and I was like, "Oh, this is it. Get
0: this, in the fucking car. We're yeah. going. <laughs> yeah, don't do even want? go she back inside." Grabbed me, she grabbed me so hard, and like at this point, I'm tempted. I don't even know. I, yeah. I got like fight or flight. Yeah, right. Like, go, yeah, it's yeah. like let's go. And I look, and I'm like, "Oh, this fucking guy. Yeah, it's he's kidding around. Yeah, he is kid. the yeah. the one and only." officer that's willing to talk to me and he's trying to like be playful make light of it but he has no, no idea, idea. Yeah, what's really on what away. he just said right
2: <laughs> it makes for a good story and yeah. i was
1: like yeah yeah i'll, I'll see, see you later. later i was in it i was in a halfway house right i got violated in philly i was living in florida philly violated me so anyway i should have they just lied so bad i got four months oh. they said i said hello to giant to put me in it so now i appeal it my lawyer said well appeal. I said, yeah. So I'm in a halfway house. I got like, I win the appeal. I got like nine days left The judge the Third Circuit. Immediate release. So it was a Friday. I don't even, I didn't know I won. Who you think called me? The Geeter, Jerry Blavitt. Jerry Blavitt. So I'm, what the fuck's he won? <laughs> you know, My man, call me is important. He said, congratulations. So I'm like, vote for what? Yeah. He said, you won the appeal. I just talked to Eddie. because goes, Eddie and Jerry were are close friends. Yeah. So when well, they appeal, he's like, "Yeah." So I, said, All right, thank you. I thank So We call Eddie. Eddie said, "No, you want immediate release." So now, when I'm home, I, I was home like, you know, the weekends you go home, then you got to go back to the halfway house Monday. So it's a Friday night, and I, I got to be home by eight o'clock. Fuck this, I'm going out. <laughs> so now, the, the halfway house is calling. You got to answer. I ain't answering. My door is like, "That answers everyone. So I answered the phone. I said, "The," uh, I said, "I want my appeal, right?" He said, like, "What appeal?" I said, I said, my lawyer said your papers are faxed. Like, they faxed the papers off. Yeah. So he's reading. He said, Yeah, but this is from your lawyer. I said, Motherfucker, you got to read read the thing from the, the fucking job. Immediate release. You know what that means? I ain't coming back, fuck you. He said, I'll call the marshals. I can go fuck who you call. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. <laughs> call anybody you want. My daughter's like that. No, nah, I went out. Now they they call the next day. You gotta come back here for what? You got stuff in your locker, you know, because I have my stuff in there. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, so I said, Keep it. Yeah. Keep everything. Have, man. I don't want it. Keep it. Uh, fuck you. Yeah, I ain't coming back. I didn't go back. No. I won, immediate release. Yeah. They, like, yeah. they don't like when, you uh, know. No. But when they come and get you, they, they hold you.
3: Did you see the new article that came out February 4th about Joey? It said he fixed the Super Bowl in 2018. Yeah, I fixed the Super Bowl. I, I heard
0: you talking sick. about it. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, sick. In Target, going through it. Hey? What's this? Ten people start sending it to us. I'm like, like they just don't let up. Like, 2018, <laughs> he fixed the Super Bowl. <laughs> It's great. The election and the Super Bowl so far. Oh, they got wow. far. Yeah, Allegedly. I Can so, you from... fix my bank account? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll fix that tonight.
1: <laughs> oh, it's great. But it was great having you guys on. It's a good show. We Thank got to amazing. do it again. Seriously.
0: Definitely. I really Let's appreciate do the next one in Boca. Right. I there was going to
1: say, she the warm weather. Yes. Yeah. 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 And the Boca. I, I... And the beach. Yeah, Boca be- no, no, Beach Club. Nah. the beach, I, we'll go to, say, up at the Beach Club, you'll love it. You'll love it. Go to restaurants, we'll go to dinner. We'll set it up. Yeah, let's do me. it. We'll
3: go to Podcast Junkie Studio. We'll yeah, do it right. there. It's, it's right there. Sticky the Pole Studio. Thank you for having yeah, us. These guys are great. I mean, this was an amazing
0: experience. No,
1: this, I'm so no, glad no, to I share like a the story setup. with you guys. Seriously, no, yeah. is, we appreciate everything. God blesses, man. Seriously.
0: Likewise, we appreciate yeah. it. I, I was hoping that you know you guys would make it out here. Yes, yeah, yeah, we, we did. It. We, we, made it. Made it. It. We, we made it. Get a chance to do this. I just flew in I might be dead before the Super Bowl. but I just got here about an hour, two hours ago.
1: I've been here since Thursday, but it's nice here. It's beautiful. The hotel's nice. I mean, it's just packed. Yeah, everybody's packed here. House.
0: We we love it. This is home, and yeah. I know you guys are down in the strip right now. Yeah, we're up a little bit north.
1: You're a better. So old.
0: we have a good view of the strip. But you're not you know, coming get, down. Yeah, we yeah. Get, we get a uh, get to watch it from a distance. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. but so. definitely,
1: Boca, you come. Absolutely, a month or two, we'll figure it out. Let's do Stay it. Up. Let's Stay do it. A week at your hotel, you'll love it. That's okay. a wrap. restaurants. Episode that's twenty-four. It. That's a wrap. Thank, Thank you guys. again. Thank you guys. Thank you.
0: Thank you. It's been another great episode of Gridability.